Welcome to Today's Issues, offering a Christian response to the issues of the day. Here's your host, Tim Wildman, President of the American Family Association. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's issues on American Family Radio. Today is July the 28th, 2021. Ed Vitagliano joining yours truly, Tim Wildman. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Tim. Fred Jackson. Good to be here. Good to be inside where it's air-conditioned. Amen. When I walked in this morning, we had some of our ladies in donor relations. They get here early. I walked in and I said, thank you, Jesus. Yes. For the for the for the blessing of being able to walk into a building that's air conditioned. Oh, right! Thank Those the poor Lord. souls that are having to work outside this summer. Oof, that's tough. Uh, that's tough. now starting now, particularly. Yeah. You know, when I was growing up in Canada, this time of the year. Yeah. I was always kind of interested because <clears throat> we get stories out of Phoenix, Arizona, and, and inevitably, around this time of the year, the lo- a local <laughs> TV station in Phoenix would do the egg on the asphalt. Yes. Thing. You know, I've done that. You've done that. I've actually done it. Well, I lived in Scottsdale, Arizona. I was thinking about doing that today here, because I think it's yeah, hot, it's yeah. Hot where we live in Tupelo, Mississippi, as and and if you look across much of the, well, much of the country, yeah. uh, Ray said yesterday Kansas City was like ninety seven or something like we've that. We've got, got we've got that coming up here at the end of this yeah. week. And people used to say about uh, Phoenix, but but I did do that in front of my mom and dad's house. Oh, you lived in Phoenix, didn't you? We lived yeah. in Scottsdale, which yeah. is right right next to right. Phoenix. My parents lived in Mesa, which is right next to Phoenix. And uh, my mom and dad had a nice sidewalk, and I said, Mom, I'm doing it. She'd go ahead. We took an egg out there, and it cooked <laughs> on the sidewalk. Just like did that. Did it really? Yes, it did. Now, I, I didn't, you know, it was one of those deals where after I saw that it was going to cook, I didn't. I didn't flip it or anything, you know, and bring out any bacon. But uh, And people used to always say, yeah, but it's a dry heat in Phoenix. And I would say, dude, it's 115. It doesn't matter if it's dry or not. Your oven's dry. Stick your head in there and see how how pleasant that is. Oh, me. Well, summertime. All right. So, by the way, uh, I would like to wish my wife, Allison, a happy anniversary. Wow. Oh, very yeah. nice. Good on you. Yeah. Very nice. Is today? We, we got or married. Last week we got married. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't do it if I were a week <laughs> late. <laughs> I would just skip it. Yeah. Uh, no, we got married July the 28th, 1984. Well, congratulations yeah. if yeah. you remember to tell her before you left work for work. Well, I, I, sent, I, sent one of, I sent one of those things on your phone <laughs> to the whole family. You know, oh, some, oh, I see. With yeah. The, a little happy anniversary oh, yeah. thing right there. Yeah. What do you call those things? Memes? Memes? They're, uh, they're uh, little meme? things on your on your it, iPhone. Did you it, can, was it a picture with words? If it's a picture with words, it it's memes. It was a heart that said happy anniversary. Oh, emojis. Emoji, yeah. Uh, sent uh, an emoji. Yeah, one of those. Sent one of those. Uh, well, that's good. So you remembered and you were first to say it. Yeah. I, t- uh, I text, the, I text right the family, and I said, uh, you know, it's been a 37 years, and it's been a happy uh, marriage. It's been a 50-50 marriage. Yeah. And then I said, oh, okay, 60-40. <laughs> 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 I 
that, nobody was believing. 50, nobody 50 was 50 believing. Anyway. <laughs> Let's see, Tim Allison, sixty forty probably uh, sixty in her direction, obviously. But anyway, yeah, thirty seven years. Good. Uh, Congratulations to you both. Thirty seven years, three children, and I've forgotten how many grandchildren. <laughs> now we're we're hit. We're about to hit double digits, I think. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. And I mean, it's getting to where you pray at night for each of them, and then you know you have a a brain fog there about number six. You know, you try. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The Lord bless. Uh, well, you know, you know all, the little the, the, you know, the you little know, one with brown you know, hair. All three of them. You know. <laughs> anyway, all right. So uh, a lot to talk about today. And if folks want to join us on the internet, how can they do that? Well, if you'd like to watch us do radio, that's simple enough. Simply go to YouTube or Facebook and search for today's issues. That is the name of this program. And you can click through and you can watch us do our radio program. That was a big thing. That was uh, uh, Rush Limbaugh started that. And uh, people like the doing. ditto cam. Yeah, the ditto cam. Uh, folks, also, if you are listening on a terrestrial radio station but are going to be doing some traveling and might fall outside the range of your radio station, you can still listen to American Family Radio by downloading the app on your smartphone or other portable device you can listen to American Family Radio and the great programming throughout the day and throughout the week, uh, anywhere you have good internet. If you would also like to listen on your computer, you can do that. Simply go to AFR.net and we live stream our radio programming throughout the day. Or if you miss a program, you can simply go to the drop-down menu for the podcasts and you can listen to any program that we have a podcast for. Fred, go. Yeah, uh, masking, COVID. Fred, stop. <laughs> I, a little. Yeah, I know. I know. I feel the same way during the afternoon briefings from the CDC. Just stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Little memory lane stuff. Uh, Doctor Anthony Fauci. On um, where he stands on masks. Think revolving door. You know. Yeah. So have a listen to what he has said down through the months. On masking, cut number six. People should not be walking around with masks. Let me just state for the record that masks are not theater. Wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better. And masks are protective. And we but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. There has not been any indication that putting a mask on and wearing a mask for a considerable period of time has any deleterious effects. There are unintended consequences people keep fiddling with the mask and they keep touching their face so there you have it kind of words that will forever live with dr (laughs) anthony fauci you know what it reminds me of i I don't know if younger people remember this or have ever heard this but you you and i uh, us uh, we older gentlemen will remember you remember like those little cartoons or something where where someone is wondering whether He's a young man, wonders whether the girl likes him, so he picks a daisy and he says, yes. she loves me, she loves, she loves me, me not. not. Yeah. She loves me, she loves me not. And increasingly, that's becoming Dr. Fauci, only it's wear a mask, wear a mask not. Wear a mask, <laughs> wear a mask not. Yeah. Uh, what, what is um, going on here? Maybe I'm being unfair, well, but. I, I, uh. I played that to, to start the program this morning because <clears throat> less than 24 hours ago, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention reverse course once again on masking guidelines, basically recommending that even 
Vaccinated people now return to wearing masks even indoors in parts of the U.S. where the coronavirus is surging. Also, citing new information, they say, with schools opening up again for the fall and some schools opening already, uh, kids, teachers, you're going to have to have masks on inside. Now, this, they say, has to do uh, with the explosion somewhat in parts of the country of the uh, COVID D version. Delta 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 variant. Yes. So that's what they're saying. Uh, And you may be confused, and I guess we all are, because these rules keep changing or these guidances keep changing. And apparently, according to the CDC, with this Delta uh, variant, the level of virus in infected vaccinating people is indistinguishable from the level of virus in the noses and throats of unvaccinated people. In other words, I guess they did the swab in the nose thing. And the level of this variant in the noses of the vaccinated and the unvaccinated are the same. The concern, according to the CDC, is that vaccinated people can now spread it just as easily as unvaccinated people. So no distinguishing when it comes to the ability to spread this variant? Well, first of all, when you were telling us that they did the swabs in the noses, you you had your fingers apart about six inches when you talked about people in general, and then when you were talking about other people who you pointed at me <laughs> and you your fingers got further apart when you're talking about the nose. Uh- Okay, I don't appreciate I know, that. I know what I'm thinking right now. <laughs> I, I'm, I thinking appreci- you're, you're, I'm thinking you're, you're thinking this is an Italian yes, joke. Yes, it, it was a smear am I, am I a, as uh, if Italians have bigger noses? had bigger noses and thus more of the Better Delta Better to smell variant. with, my dear. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. Uh, I so, think all right. So, let's just get you're, my you're off- a little offensive. sensitive right off the bat. Here I, today, I, I, huh? I am. I didn't, I didn't appreciate okay, that, Fred. But, uh, uh, okay. But Let's do it. Fred just spread his arms. His arms. <laughs> I love you this, this much. much. Okay. So I, I. So okay. That that at least makes sense to me. Hmm. If that's their argument, that they are saying, yes, vaccinated people will do better fighting it off the Delta variant of COVID, <clears throat> but they can still spread it. Therefore, they should wear a mask. At least I understand that argument. Yes. Whether or not I agree with with, with the regular with the guidance or yes. not. That, at least, I understand. What, and I think what people are getting frustrated is because it was preached to us for several months now, get vaccinated, get vaccinated, right. and that will free you up. And yes. then the CDC yesterday says, uh, with this variant, uh, we all have to go back to masks. And I, 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 so morning, I have to ask a question go ahead. Of, uh, of you two non-medical experts. Mm. Um <laughs> The 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 vac did the vaccines not work against the variant, the Delta variant? Well, or don't don't work as 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 well I've, against the Delta variant. What's Fred, the, what's you're, the, you're you're the news guy. Really? I've heard I've heard I've heard both. I've heard that uh, the Pfizer vaccine seems to work better than like the Johnson and Johnson mm-hmm. against the variant against the against the variant, the, against the variant. Uh, but that people. Um, are if they've been vaccinated or have had COVID, the first type, uh, 
do better in resisting it. That, is that what you've heard, Fred? Yes, yes. The natural antibodies? Yes. Yeah. You want If you've been vaccinated and you come in contact with the variant, you won't get as sick yes. because you're, you have been vaccinated. That's what Let they've me, said. At the risk of being pummeled by our listeners and being thrown out of the studio, <laughs> uh, every once in a while you need to have somebody play quote, devil's advocate right. sure. for just a minute sure. mm-hmm. regarding the, I may be kicked out of my family if I start praising, <laughs> if I start praising the CDC. Well, 37 years of marriage, it was like a good run, Tim. Saying I'm an Ole Miss fan now uh, <laughs> after a lifetime of being a Mississippi State fan. Uh, no, <clears throat> when we talk about the changing recommendations of the Centers for Disease Control, okay, prior to – COVID, I had always thought of this organization as apolitical, as uh, non-agenda driven. Just basically, they're doctors and scientists telling you what the facts are, making recommendations on their expertise. Okay? I think that's pretty much the view of the CDC by everybody. Now, so when we we suggest that they're, they're, they're changing their recommendations and we're, and so they're to be, um, mocked as unreliable or they don't know what they're doing. The keystone cops of, right. Of infectious disease, for <laughs> example, could it be to borrow from the three amigos <laughs> for those who've seen that baby? Could, could, could it be a guapo that, um, that they're, they're only making these recommendations about masking because the variant is spreading so fast. So it's kind of like uh, a, a general. He's changing the plans uh, on the ground uh, because conditions on the ground are changing. Yes. So if a general were to say, okay, send the troops here, and then he has, and then somebody says, well, this is going on over here, and he says, well, we need to do this differently now. Do we go, there you go, vacillating. Right. You know, changing your mind all the time. Uh, so I'm just saying, could it be that the CDC, now that they're saying mask up, right, for everybody, mm-hmm. which, by the way, I don't agree with, okay? Right. I think people, and I think most Americans are about tired of the yes the mask up. And there there's a downside for, for quote, masking up that uh, they don't talk about much. Right. And and this is this is what I would I would say if that was the only issue which you just shared about things changing on the ground so that's why sometimes the recommendations or the guidance changes if that was the only thing at play over these last eighteen months I would say absolutely I agree but the the utter confusion that is out there spawned by the so-called experts. Okay, they're creating the confusion, including Dr. Fauci, including Dr. Fauci. They've confused everybody. So I want to know, for example, what is the science? What are you trying to say when schools are saying I know that's a story coming up here when schools are saying every kid in here has got a mask up? Okay, if you had just simply said and admitted kids aren't dying with covid, the reason we're saying they have to have masks is because of granny at home. Okay, then at least we can have a discussion about that. But they don't they don't say those kinds of things. As far as I can tell, they flip flopped. You have you have legitimate scientists saying there's no reason 
why kids should be wearing masks at school. It's dangerous for kids to be wearing masks at school. Teachers can't wear masks at school. So at the end of the day, what I'm thinking we should have been told is, you know what, we're all going to, like we've said from the beginning, we're all going to have to deal with this from now on. There are going to be variants. People are going to get it. We need to protect the most vulnerable. Everybody else has got a really good chance of coming through it without getting very sick. And we're just, nobody, nobody will say that. Or Steve, Steve, uh, Steve Drodal next hour has got a story uh, about a John Hopkins study, Mm -hmm. basically. And he'll he'll quote from it, but basically kids, kids, not basically kids uh, don't get, don't die from this. Right. And, And they rarely get sick. So, and, uh, and I, I think this is one of the big concerns, and I, I want to play you a clip of New Jersey teacher Jerry Adams and California mom Neola Hadley. And they are now faced with these new CDC guidelines that came out in the last 24 hours because they're getting set to go back for another school year. Right. They've been told for the last eight months, get vaccinated up, you know, and a lot of school districts have made the decision, okay, uh, because of vaccinations, the teachers are okay. <clears throat> the, we've been told that the kids are not vulnerable at all to this. They were looking forward to a somewhat normal school year. Now, now the CDC is saying everybody's got to mask up. So you can understand the Even if you're vaccinated. Even if you're yes. vaccinated. Cut number two. Uh, the truth of the matter is, you know, I'm, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I can't tell you if we're, we need to be doing this from a scientific perspective. But I can tell you that teaching in a mask is awful. It's ridiculously hard, especially uh, if you're trying to, you know, use the humanity of the classroom, use humor, use your facial expressions, reach the kids. And these kids need to get back to a normal situation. And the last 16 months has not been good for them. And they, they weren't doing particularly great before, you know, which is why I wrote the book hollowed out. So all the teachers I talked to yesterday who got the vaccines because we know these kids needed to get back to normal, it's demoralized. Last year, he had a uh, secondary infection. He had a reaction to a mask, which turned into a full-blown skin infection on his face. Oh, my goodness. Um, He is left with a couple scars still. And um, he he, he doesn't want to go through that again. It was a very painful experience. And that was a mom talking about her little boy. Listen, both of those are true. I've taught... For two years in Arizona, mm-hmm. and then one year in Arkansas, I taught junior high and high school history. Okay, I love the kids, love them, but teaching's exhausting. Mm. All right, for those who are out there who are teachers, it is exhausting all day long to teach. But for, just if I might add, and one of the main reasons is you have to talk all day. Yes, you have to talk, but you're also with your own, in a sense, your own power. You are in your own will. You are restraining 25 or 30 kids in a school, in a classroom, one class after another. You're restraining impulses and you're saying, no, sit down. So you're the teacher and the policeman. Yes. And it's, it's exhausting. My hat's off to people who teach as a calling. Okay. And I can't imagine doing it in a mask. That's the first thing what the teacher was saying Mm -hmm. that would, that would be, I think that would be near impossible. And the other thing is exactly what the mom was saying. These kids are, I am, in my opinion, are endangered by masks. These kids are going to be running around sweaty. Uh, who knows how many of those kind of infections? They are not going to wear the masks properly. So why not let them return to normalcy? 
and uh, you'll have to figure out what happens to, you know, the people that they quote unquote could expose to the virus. That'll just have to be a secondary consideration. But well, these kids got to go back to school. In they're going to get they're going to get in the car and yes. go home and take their mask, take off. their mask off with their mom. Who's taking it doesn't have her mask on. This is the confusion, Tim. I mean, people are bewildered at, because these rules don't make sense. Just what yeah. you're saying. They're coming home anyway. They're going to have the right. virus all over them. I'm going to hug my kids. I'm yeah. going to give them. I mean, this is not making any sense. Well, yeah. to your point, yes, people are bewildered. But let's just add to this right now. The United States government is restricting people coming in from Canada because of COVID. All right. We're trying to protect the population. Right. People coming in from Europe, uh-uh. We're going to be testing you, and if you show up, we're going to quarantine you. On the border, southern border, it's wide open. There's a story I'll tell you about if we have time in just a few minutes. But former ICE director Tom Holman, even if people coming across the border, they test positive, they're being sent out across the country. This Really? Is, they're being sent out across the country. Have a listen what Tom Holmes cut number four. The northern border uh, we have with Canada is still closed because of COVID. And the southern border is wide open. And you're right. I mean, ICE has already had 7,500 positive COVID cases run through their system. And what really scares me is there nearly 300,000 gotaways this year. So what I want the secretary to tell Slits me and you and everybody else is of the million you've apprehended, how many do you think you missed? And what's the positive rate of these million? How many are tested? And of that million, how many have you released in the United States? And before you release them, were they tested? Yeah, there's a story out this morning from La Jolla, Texas. There's a family in a restaurant. They're coughing and hacking. People complain. Cop comes in, goes over and talks to these folks. Yeah, we were just processed, just crossed the border. Uh, yes, we tested positive for COVID. They're sitting there in the restaurant, no masks on. They said, yeah, we're being put up in a hotel across the street here uh, by Catholic Charities, which is working with the Biden administration. And uh, then we're going to be shipped out across the country. So here's the CDC and the Biden administration saying we're going to mask up the country, basically. Right. But when it comes to the southern border, people, test positive. We're allowing people to pour in illegally. Yes. And we're not doing anything to stop them. Yes. And they're bringing uh, COVID. Yes. With them, yes. When the Biden administration says that's the number one priority is stopping the spread of COVID, it doesn't make any sense. And they're and they're shipping these people all, all over the country. country. Yeah, Oftentimes right. They're not with, they're not containing them. Right. Other uh, uh, in some of the states, the governors have no idea they're coming into their state. That is correct. So, that and this correct. was Alejandro Mayorkas who was being questioned. By Senator Lindsey Graham, was that who well, that was? Homeland no, no, Security. This was Tom Holman. Uh, oh, and, I see. And, Senator Lindsey Graham was responding. Uh, but Josh Holliday was talking to Mayorkas uh, in a hearing, I think, yesterday, and Senator Josh Hawley, Republican senator, and challenging him on this. What are you doing about this? Mayorkas is just like, uh, well, we're doing the best we can. Yeah, I got no answers. Yeah. Those questions that Lindsey Graham was asking, Yes, nobody in the administration knows the answer to those questions, or if they do know, they're not telling anybody. Mm -hmm. How many are coming across the border? How many have How many have you missed? What do you expect is the percentage you've missed? How many of those have been tested? What percentage have COVID? And did, are they being said? Nobody's answering those questions. Did he say already, since Biden became president, 
he's allowed a million plus. There's a million come across the border, and thousands have yes, tested positive. Biden. Thousands. But, but a million have come in yes. already? Yes. yes. It was yes. A, the, the number was supposed to be a million by the end of the year. Yes. But what I've been reading is the expectation has already reached a million mm-hmm. that they know of. Well, well, folks, uh, unintended consequences, I guess, for a lot of people who voted for Biden. Thanks a lot. Right. Huh? Right. Flooding a million people have come in illegally. Next time on Today's Issues, we'll have Kirby Anderson of Point of View in studio. I wish we would teach about all of the history of slavery, not uh, just what happened in the United States. And I would like to talk about the nature of racism that has existed on this planet for millennia. We'll also have news headlines and analysis from American Family News. Don't miss the next Today's Issues, weekday mornings at 11 Eastern, 10 Central on American Family Radio. What would it be like if every person knew that they were created in the image of God? After two years in the making, American Family Studios proudly presents In His Image, delighting in God's plan for gender and sexuality. There are only two sexes, male or female. If you're conceived with a Y chromosome, you will develop into a male. In His Image is a documentary featuring life-changing testimonies of former LGBT individuals. In my most formative years of development of sexuality, I went through a brutal time of uh, sexual distortion, molestation. Visit InHisImage.movie to watch In His Image. Well, everybody, welcome to this unboxing video as we unbox my hormone blockers. In His Image from American Family Studios is available now for free viewing. Visit inhisimage.movie. You're made in the image of God. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Starn. Stand by for news and commentary next. Are you looking for a university that provides a quality Christian education with excellent academic and athletic programs? Well, I want to invite you to visit Liberty University, where they offer multiple visiting opportunities to fit your schedule. Plan a visit to their Central Virginia campus and stay for an afternoon, a day, or an entire weekend. You can also take a virtual tour from the comfort of your own home. Plan your visit today by texting "Go Visit" to the number 49596. Again, that's "Go Visit" to the number 49596. Homeschool numbers are skyrocketing across the nation, in part because of the China virus, but mostly because parents have grown frustrated with public schools indoctrinating instead of educating. That's a big problem for Yale professor Philip Grosky. He says that Christian homeschooling is a major vector of white Christian nationalism. The other day, Professor Grosky posted a photo of a homeschool advertisement. He was apparently triggered that students were being taught to love America, that patriotism was part of the curriculum. He also shared a story from Christianity Today calling for parents to root out what he called the nationalist weed in Christian education. Christianity Today is a far-left religious magazine. It's my opinion the country is a lot better off with homeschool kids raised to believe the United States is one nation under God instead of public school kids raised to believe America is a bastion of racism and white supremacy. I'm Todd Starnes. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to His great mercy, He has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. 1 Peter 1.3 American Family Radio 
This is today's issues. Email your comments to comments at AFR.net. Past broadcasts of today's issues are available for listening and viewing in the archive at AFR.net. Now, back to more of today's issues. Welcome back, everybody, to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. Hey, let me just say, I was, we were talking about, Fred was reporting, and this is undisputed, that uh, uh, since Biden became president, he's allowed a, a million people to come to our country illegally mm-hmm. through our southern border. They're even coming from other nations now. It's right. like a, it's like a industry. 26 nations last count. Okay. So when Biden stopped the wall, stopped deportations, you remember, for 100 days, and and then put uh, Harris, Vice President Harris, in, quote, in charge of the uh, dealing with the, this surge that um, – and since she she started off on her, uh, let's find the the root causes mission. I put that in quotes yeah. too. Um, now Fred's saying up to a million have come, and many of them uh, are infected with COVID, and the Biden administration doesn't give a rip. Nope. And if you think about it, if we've reached the million mark now, which as Ed said, at quoting Tim, <laughs> that we were supposed to reach a million by the end of the year. Who knows? We may have 1.5 million by the right. end of the year. At that, least. that Biden has just flooded our country with folks coming here. We don't even know who they are, where they're going, what they're doing. I mean, we don't have we did we did in essence we don't have a border anymore. And then they, then they have the nerve, the Democratic Party, to want to include amnesty in the infrastructure quote unquote infrastructure bill. Yes. Yes. To my point. I said before the break, I do believe uh, that many people voted for Biden because they didn't like Trump. But the unintended consequences, uh, who, who that voter I'm talking about would not necessarily say I'm for flooding the country with people uh, illegally. But the unintended consequences of voting for Biden for the for that voter is now we're now we're flooding our country. We have no border yep. uh, to protect uh, on the south with Mexico. Now I do believe we mentioned here before. I do believe that <clears throat> it is intended on the part of the Democrats in Washington D.C. This is their intention. To, to to decimate, do away with the border, our border, because they want to flood the country with people coming here illegally. They want to, well, I don't, do you even use the term illegal? You know, they don't even believe in, in, in that word. You know, they don't even, we're the only ones probably that use that word. Now they're just called migrants. Yes. They were called undocumented. Now they're not even called undocumented. They're yeah. just migrants. So, so they, uh, so I do, I do believe that the intention of the Democrats in Washington, they want to flood the country with as many potential Democrat voters in the future as they possibly can. Right. That is their goal um, to turn our country into a socialist slash 
communist country. Now, I don't know how else you see that. You know, what? what's the old saying? You know, watch my actions, not my words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say prove me wrong. Mm-hmm. Prove me wrong that that's not what you're doing. Yeah. They're, uh, they're, they're not letting people flood in from Poland. Or Cuba. Or Cuba. Yes. Because they, they, by and large, vote. No, conservative. No, the uh, the Biden. What's what's the gentleman's name? And I apologize. I can never. I can never. Come up, Mayorkas. Yes. Mayorkas. Yeah. I remember a couple weeks ago. Do you remember he went out? He did a. This is after they had the, the uprising in Cuba, the protest yes. Yes. of those poor people, under a communist dictator. Oppressing them for all these decades, they have a, a rally for freedom and liberty, and human rights. And all, all the Biden administration can do is have my orcas come out there and do a press. He's the Homeland Security guy, right? Yes. Come out there and do a press conference telling the people of Cuba, you better not get on a boat and try to get over here or raft to Florida or we're going to we're, because we're going to stop you yep, and right. send you back. Yep. You know, that's exactly what he said. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. And he was warning, giving a warning. It's kind of like, get off my lawn. An old man saying, "Get off my, get out of my yard." So I was thinking to myself, "Here is Biden in my orcas doing away with anything to stop the flood of people coming over our border with Mexico, while at the same time telling the people going out of your way to tell the people of Cuba, you get on a, a life raft and try to get here, uh, you're not going to be allowed in. We're sending you back to right. Cuba, so you can have your finger cut off or that's, whatever." Yep. I mean, that's the kind of attitude. Mm-hmm. So you so you can only deduct to me uh, that they don't want people from Cuba because they might vote Republican, right? But as long as they are, you're going to vote Democrat, they think then then let as many people here come as we can possibly get into the country, and then send them all over the USA. Mm-hmm. Uh, and COVID, COVID's not a concern. Yes, all suddenly, of a sudden, yeah. Yeah. suddenly. COVID's not a concern. You don't hear Anthony Fauci saying, you know, everybody that we're letting in over the border, we need to give a vaccination shot to immediately. Mm -hmm. Or they need to be given, uh, you know, a month worth of mask. Right. You know, uh, those kinds of things. You don't hear that. Or should they be sent back? Which is what we're doing on the northern border. We can't send them back, Fred. That's uh, racist. Heartless. You're heartless. Uh, Xenophobic. You're listening to today's issues on American Family Radio. Uh, I think this could be this will be a big uh, issue next year in the midterm elections. By the way, yes. this idea of doing away with our southern border. Uh, and by the way, the uh, the former border control gentleman, Holman, Tom, Tom Holman, he he said the border patrol agents have never been so demoralized. Right. Yes, as under the Biden administration. Yes, they can't do their jobs. Yeah. By order of the Biden administration. Yeah. Okay, so you're listening to today's issues on American Family Radio every Wednesday, or most every Wednesday. Abraham Hamilton III joins us. Abe is the host of the Hamilton Quarter each afternoon here on American Family Radio from 5 to 6 o'clock Central Time. And he is a uh, went to school to become a constitutional attorney. And so we usually have a constitutional-type question for him to address each uh, Wednesday. Good morning, Abe. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Abe. I know you're our guest, but what's our topic? 
<laughs> Go ahead. Well, well it, it's interesting because you mentioned the uh, outcry for freedom that's happening in Cuba. Uh, the same thing is happening in Iran. Um, I know I've reported on the Hamilton Corner that 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 Iran is one of the places uh, in the world where there's the largest growth of Christianity than any, any other place internationally. Uh, unsurprisingly, uh, that that has coincided with many people there crying out for freedom, just like uh, those in Cuba. You know, unlike uh, Cuba is a communist uh, nation, uh, Iran is an Islamic republic. Um, and so people crying out there for freedom are facing the, the jackboot, if you will, of uh, a tyrannical government there and to where they are shutting off the Internet in the particular provinces in Iran where these cries for freedom are happening. One particular province is Khuzestan, where this is happening. And when I read that story, uh, it immediately prompted me to recognize that some of the same things or similar things are happening here in America. Now, to be clear, America and Iran are not identical. So no, nobody is attempting to make that assertion. Uh, but we cannot escape the reality that there is a creeping increase of authoritarianism right here in our own country. I saw a story published by NPR to where it basically was a hit piece on uh, the Daily Wire, Ben Shapiro's outfit, The Blaze, Glenn Beck's outfit, uh, Western Journal and Breitbart and for conservative media outlets as a whole. And the whole thrust of the piece was to call on big tech to do more, to do more, to silence the voices of uh, conservative ideas. And the thing that struck me about that, you know, it would be one thing if it was, you know, the normal spokesmiles. I, I call them Goebbels Inc. That's what I call the mainstream media. But the difference here is that it's NPR, government funded media. It's the closest thing we have in America to government run media. And you have them publishing pieces calling for the minimization and the silencing of uh, conservative views and ideas that don't happen to comport with their preferred narrative. It, it's, it gives a, a, a creepy, unfortunately, a creepy insight into the authoritarian penchant of many in our own country. And to think that these types of things are being funded with taxpayer dollars. You know, Abe, this uh, story, again, you're pointing out um, that this is from NPR. And mm -hmm. uh, the, the, uh, the uh, I guess the person who did the story on radio. They also have a transcript of that, Miles mm -hmm. Parks. Um, one of the things they say here is they, uh, they are talking, they are characterizing, and by them I mean NPR, but we, we could say the liberals, the progressives in this country, who are calling upon big tech to censor conservative views. They characterize people like Ben Shapiro and the Daily Wire in such a way that an average person would say, wow, yeah, if that's true, maybe they should cr uh, clamp down on them. But in this article against the transcript, it says the Daily Wire has turned anger into an art form and talks about uh, other conservative uh, outlets such as the Blaze, Breitbart News, the Western Journal uh, are also about all about anger and outrage. And, and what's, what's so bizarre about this is what, what Miles Parks is saying, what NPR is saying is that if you disagree passionately even, but if you disagree with the progressive worldview and we might say the socialist ideology that is 
uh, rampant in the power centers of America, then you're not you don't have legitimate arguments. You're just outraged. You're just yes. ranting. And they yes. don't say anything about MSNBC or CNN or any of these other places <laughs> right. where they or the New York Times. This article yeah. here compares the uh, views and the interaction, the engagement people have with the Daily Wire, uh, Facebook engagement, for example, with with outlets like the New York Times, who had who had a journalist the other day talk about considering all Trump voters as enemies of the state. How is that not part of the outrage machine? Right. And, and you're absolutely correct. And the thing that, that's so remarkable, as I said earlier, this is government funded. How is that any different than Iran shutting off the Internet and, and Cuba saying, hey, if you don't parrot the opinions of the government, then you don't get to speak. Right. It's it's it's. Obviously, those nations are not the same as America, but the thrust, the pension is the same. And and the reason why this really resonated with me, because I feel like uh, because of the, 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 the stark polarization that's happened in the country, that a lot of people have just abandoned their thinking gaps, not realizing that man, this is the government saying that if you don't agree, this is an instrumentality, if you will, of the government saying, if you don't agree with our preferred view of these issues, then you need to be censored. Yeah. You need to be prohibited from having access to communicate your ideas publicly. That is yeah. fundamentally anti-American, fundamentally in violation of the principles and the notions of freedom and freedom of speech. I guess, Abe, uh, we shouldn't be surprised by this because in recent weeks, the Biden administration itself, uh, not just NPR but the, and, and the mainstream media, Biden administration expressing concern and saying we're talking with Facebook about what they consider misinformation out there when it comes to COVID. Now, yes. th they have afforded themselves the right to decide the definition of misinformation. They admit it. They're talking to Facebook about, let's get a team of facts checkers together. And, uh, of course, we all know the fact checkers are going to be loyal Democrats so that they stop... Uh, anything being posted on Facebook or YouTube or whatever the case may be that disagrees with the Biden administration's narrative on COVID. And I mean, as you're saying, I, I read the first line of this piece from NPR, the conservative podcast host referring to Shapiro and author's personal Facebook page has more followers than the Washington Post. Uh -huh. Ding, ding, ding. We ding, can't ding. have that. We yep. can't have our good friends at the Washington Post being outbeat by Ben Shapiro. So we got to do something to shut down Ben Shapiro. Right. This is how yeah, bad it's become. Right. People don't trust these left-wing media websites, um, whatever you want to call them anymore. I'd say the vast majority of people who maybe used to go to those sources for news. You're talking about like the Washington Post or you're mm -hmm. talking about like Facebook? When, when Ben Shapiro has more following. Right. Than the did you say the Washington Post and right. the New York Times? Mm -hmm. That's a, combined. That's, that the world's changed then. Yeah, because I I remember going to journalism school in the eighties, and my professor saying, you know, the top news agencies in this country, of which most news emanates to the rest of the land and across the world, are the New York Times, the Washington Post. 
NBC, ABC, CBS. Right. At the time, the basically those five news agencies and the Washington Post. Um, they must have really declined in their uh, subscribership and people who read their paper. If in fact Ben Shapiro now, and I'm not saying he's an he is an excellent commentator, right? And uh, cultural analyst, and I listen to what he has to say. Ben Shapiro, he's very good at what he does. But and he now is has more eyeballs, so to speak, than the Washington Post, with all their tradition and all their history and all their resources. I mean, this is well, a but Jeff, that's that now that's face on Facebook. This is a Jeff Bezos uh, on Facebook, but right. still, mm-hmm. right. that's a Jeff Bezos owned company, so they yes. got, they got the money. Talking about the Washington Post, anyway. But yeah, j- just should be noted. Yeah, that's just on Facebook. Yeah. But anyway, um, all right. What do you got coming up this afternoon on the Hamilton Corner? Well, we're going to dig into some more, and I know you know about this. We're, we're researching a couple things, but looking at this Johns Hopkins study uh, that yes. shows that. People that are compelling children uh, to receive the COVID injections are actually fighting against the science. Uh, A a team of researchers at Johns Hopkins conducted uh, a study on 48,000 children under the age of 18 years old between April and August of 2020. And they found that there were zero fatalities among this sample uh, among children who did not have a pre-existing medical condition like leukemia or something like that. That led the lead researcher, Marty, Marty McCary, to conclude that those who are trying to force children to take this shot are actually fighting against the science. The CDC, in its own study, identified 335 fatalities uh, among children who were reported to have uh, passed away with COVID. But the CDC hadn't done any additional research to determine whether or not COVID was causal in those instances or not. And so. Their point was not to say that COVID is unimportant, not to say that there aren't risks even for children there, but the science doesn't indicate the risks are what the popular narrative is concerning this and that the, the fervor to force injections on children uh, is unwarranted by the science. They should just back off and let parents do their own due diligence to make the determination as to what's best for the children. You know uh, what's lost, the word that's lost in this whole conversation with respect to vaccines and I am uh, this, uh, the vaccines are a personal decision, personal choice. And that's the way it should be. uh, Whether you want to get a vaccine or not, I have friends that have had them friends that haven't. uh, It's not as far as I can tell, it's not in the Bible. (laughs) So it's not a, thus saith the Lord. It's, it's not, it doesn't fall into that category. Uh, however, the word that's been missing for a long time now with respect to these vaccines uh, is the word experimental. Mm. Isn't that what they are? Yes. Still? Yes. Okay. All right. Then if you're going to uh, try to shame me, by the way, I got an antibodies test the other day because I was considering the vaccine. Right. Uh, and you have antibodies. But I have antibodies. Sorry, yeah. I have a natural vaccine, right? I was glad that they said unto me, <laughs> you've had COVID. <laughs> I rejoiced <laughs> and walked away. 
from the medical uh, facility. Anyway, but uh, am I right uh, that this is still considered an experimental vaccine? Yes. Yes, I, th I believe that under the Trump administration, through this Operation Warp Speed, what they did is they granted a waiver or an exemption mm -hmm. to this vaccine. They bypassed that it did normal not have protocols. To go, that's right. It did okay. not have to go through okay. the FDA testing. Here, here, here is part of what I'm saying, maybe not all of what I'm saying, is that if you're going to promote, and I got an anonymous text the other day from somebody saying, you got blood on your hands, you know, you at AFR telling people not to get a vaccine. Of course, I don't know if they text in that voice. <laughs> uh, but that's the way it was. I received it. It was an anonymous text somebody sent that me. That was how brave. Huh? They how were brave. telling me, you know, you basically AFR is promoting people not get the vaccine. Therefore, you're. you're, you're I've never said that. No, no we have never I've said had, that. I've had the vaccine. I've never and, said there that may either. have been some of I've our never shows. Said that. Huh? No, no, I've nobody on AFR, as, I, as far as I know, has ever said, absolutely do not get the vaccine. And I'll tell you something else. I, I, as part of leadership of AFR, yeah. I would have a real problem if people are saying that because that's medical advice that you're giving. Right. Unless you're a doctor, right. you shouldn't be doing it. Right. It's not like giving legal advice. Tell people to do their own homework. Yes. Do their own research as far as Talk vaccines. to your doctor. Talk to your doctor. Uh, my doctor advocates for the vaccine, so... People, some and some doctors say no. Some some doctors say vaccine okay, but not if you're childbearing age. Yeah, uh, don't do it. I wouldn't do it. They would suggest that. So anyway, what I'm saying is here, if you're going to shame, try to shame people for not getting the vaccine, you need to at least acknowledge that the person who's hesitant about getting the vaccine is hesitant about an, a, quote, experimental drug. Yes. Did I shout right there? You, you did. But right. th in your defense, you text in that voice. I, well, I did. But, uh, but so, so if you're going to say to me, Tim, uh, you know, you're irresponsible by not telling people to get the vaccine, you need to say, Tim, you're irresponsible for telling people not to get the experimental vaccine okay that's yeah. only fair but these the other side leaves that out right and they don't talk about that and all and the vaccines may turn out to be fine uh, medically but but we don't know yet why because there's been no long-term medical no long-term clinical trials because we haven't had time right i don't fault the companies or president trump or the other folks involved with trying to get the vaccines to market as quickly as they could because we're a pandemic was raging, and the, and, the country was shut down and disrupting all our lives. So I don't blame uh, blame them for, but but we have to admit what I just said three times, and that is that this is uh, experimental, and we don't yet know. Uh, I've I've said before that I was going to wait to get the vaccine till after I see if my friends who've had the vaccine. If their ears have fallen off, <laughs> their ears don't fall off in a couple of years. I, I might get the vaccine. No, I, I, I will say this: if somebody know if if we're inaccurate in this, I'd like to know how is this not experimental? Right. Okay. So perhaps the answer would be: well, there's been enough. There are enough people have taken it. 
and they've checked for, you know, X, Y, Z in terms of that happening, fine. I just want to know. I, I, right. I, and I think that's fair, and I don't think people ought to be Look, calling other people names right. if they're asking that question. Right, and I've said this before. How many times we're watching, we're, if you watch TV, uh, you know, and I watch TV at night, guess what? Uh, there's going to be an ad from some law firm, hmm. and they're going to say, if you... Uh, you know, if you were exposed to uh, whatever, Lysol, right. in the last, uh, from the years 1992 to 1995, and you cleaned your bathroom with Lysol, you may be entitled to a settlement. Right. Call the law firm of so-and-so, so-and-so, because people have had their thumbs fall off right. uh, from doing that. Yeah, I mean, we hear, I'm just saying, Yeah. We those kind of things come up where, where, Years down the road, they discover that what people thought at the time was safe medicine or safe science or safe uh, chemicals or whatever turn out not to be. So, um, um, we're not, it, we're not saying that, that about Lysol. No, but, no I'm, yes. Let me, let me be clear that was an example. But it was. Lysol is a, uh, a brand, not a, that's not generic. That's a brand, right? Yes, that's correct. Okay, mm -hmm. so, yeah, I don't want to be sued by the Lysol lawyers. <laughs> huh? I don't have any money left. <laughs> Paid for the whole family's vacation in June. <laughs> I'm suffering now. All right, so, anyway, thank you, Abe. Look forward to your show this afternoon. All right, thank you, guys. All right, take care. If I tell the world that I paid for our whole family's vacation, have I lost my reward in heaven? <laughs> Ed, I don't think you. First you of all, I don't think you get a reward for paying for <laughs> your family's vacation. That's not. A, that's not an. Uh, that uh, you're not, not obeying a, a commandment. I thought that In was fact, an that's a bar I, thought, I thought that was an exhibition of love. That's it's it's uh, actually a bargaining chip that you should have with them. You say, listen, <laughs> next I'm not, year I'm not commanded by the Bible to <laughs> right. pay for everyone's vacation. You're on your own. So you it's an what? investment in the future, Tim. They'll take care of you someday. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, Fred. That's experimental. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.